Push and Rubber podcast. I think it's I think it's episode eighty three. Uh, that's an eight and a three. It's a beautiful s- spring evening here in Holland. Uh, this is Adam Piggott talking to you from about half an hour outside of Amsterdam. The last week of weather in Holland has been glorious. I mean, people say, "Ah, oh, you go to Holland, the weather is shit." Holy crap! It's been amazing. Blue skies, no wind, and around twenty eight degrees 29 degrees celsius every day i don't know what that is in fahrenheit but i think it's 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 fucking good so drinking a glass of macallan sienna scotch single malt um i wasn't gonna do i, I uh the podcast didn't go up yesterday because I recorded the latest episode of the Greasy Pole with a great one, which will go up next week, and I didn't have time, energy, or inclination to do record two podcasts in a single evening after working all day for 12 hours. Uh, I wasn't going to do this tonight. I'm absolutely shattered, but then I had a shower, and uh feeling a bit better, and I thought, nah, I'll pitch it out there. There's a few things I want to talk about. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is some rapper called um kane west kane west uh apparently there's a black rapper so someone who's pretending to be a musician in other words um who has suddenly got woke in inverted commoners and tweeted about trump and tweeted about uh, um i don't know trump um, and then the lefties went, you can't treat him. He said nice things about Trump. I love Trump something. Trump's awesome. Um, Infowars editor-at-large Paul Joseph Watson said in a video that Kane West's tweet was a, quote, watershed moment for the culture wars, unquote. Of course it is, Paul, you gigantic cuck. Um, he goes on, Kane West represents a massive threat to the left because he's an army of adoring fans and he's clearly done with being a puppet for their divisive agenda. Uh, after this, he's going to be relentlessly attacked by the establishment like never before. Get ready. Ooh. As West tweeted singers over the weekend against Thought Police... Uh, more new right personalities like Mike Cernovich and Alex Jones courted the star. Uh, Ivanka Trump followed West on Twitter. Conservative men's guru Jordan Peterson reaffirmed the rapper's online sentiments. Conservative men's far-left guru Jordan Peterson... And Dennis Prager used the quotes as a marketing promotion for his online... University. Um, who else? Um, but 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 I think there's someone else that I I I found a few. Brett Easton Ellis apparently reckons uh, you know West is the shit. Kane West is the shit. Candace Owens. Candace Owens basically slobbered all over. Kane West's knob, and Kane West on Twitter stretched back on the lounge and stretched his feet out and put his hands behind his head while well, that was going on. Colour me unimpressed. 
Can't be Al impressed that some black rapper says rapper says tw- Trump's not maybe not so bad after all. Color me, color me really unimpressed. Meh, meh. And yet, and yet, and yet, the new right, whatever they are, the new right is the media's media's cool way of saying the alt light. Yeah. Um, the new light. Well, what did they do? They just they've just. What did I say on my piece the other week? Um, the cucks on the right are always so very desperate to ingratiate themselves with whatever enemy comes along or even glances in their direction. If they seem to share the values of the right, then they are immediately embraced as the great saviour. It happens time and time and time again. I wrote that last week. Um... I got I found a few comments that um, that uh, on that particular point. Uh, what was the one that I'm thinking? Oh no, you're an idiot. Um, oh god, it was just I had a I had a few Peterson fans come on and and just troll the whole thing. Um, but yeah. Uh, this just happens all the time, man. So some black rapper has gone, just literally just tweeted, I think Trump's not bad. And the whole of the new right are falling over themselves to line up to suck him off. Uh, which I'm sure Paul Joseph Watson wouldn't have a problem doing in real life for real. Based on what I've heard. So many homos on the alt light, eh? So many homos. Anyway. Um, here we go again. Here we go again. Literally a week after I wrote that. I wrote that on April 30th. Okay, 10 days. 10 days after I wrote that and we've got Kane. The Kane West Slobber Knobber Fest is in full swing. Full slobbering swing. Lining up to get a good mouthful of good old Kane. Because he's a black guy. He's a black guy. And he's saying nice things about conservatives. Wow. A black guy is saying nice things about conservatives. We're conservatives. A black guy is saying nice things about us. So that must mean we're not racist after all, even though the left keeps telling us we're racist. We're okay. <laughs> it's so pathetic. It's so pathetic. Or there's the other, there's a version. Oh, a black, black megastar, rock star, rap star, whatever, is saying nice things about us. So we've got some validation. Yeah, we are okay. We, we didn't really believe in what we were saying, but now some black rappers just come out and said it. Yeah, yeah, we must be right. Fucking hell. Hey? Hey? Fucking hell. Wow. Someone on the alt-right as myself... And the alt-right is firmly ensconced in biological reality. Biological reality. And by the way, I got an email the other day saying, why do I hate blacks so much? I'm, I don't hate black. Worked with many black guys over the years. Worked with many black, black women as well, black people. Always got on, for the most part, pretty well with them. Yeah. Um, I worked with some black guys that were... Um, very, very cool guys. Go down very, very well with them. I work with some now. Very great guys. Individually. Individually. Get on, I get on exceedingly well. You'd be, you'd be surprised. I get on really well with most people that I meet. I know, I know you think, you know, here I am. 
blasting the world away on my blog, but I mean, I'm pretty well. But at the end of the day, they're not my people. They're not my people. So if I have to choose, I have to choose, then I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not choosing Kane West. I'm not choosing Kane West. Um, the thing is, though, is that I, I received an email from, from, from um, uh, David over at XYZ Magazine, and uh, I don't think he'll mind me uh, saying, well, I won't say what he's saying. I won't say what he's saying. But the thing is, the thing is with the alt light or the new right, <laughs> the new right, they'd love to be new, wouldn't they? You'd love to be new, you guys. You haven't got a, you haven't had a new thought amongst yourselves. You haven't had a new thought amongst yourselves since you were all collectively born. They believe in immigration. They believe in immigration, the new right, the alt-light. They believe in immigration. Immigration is good. Why? Why? Because because we're, we're going to... Because lefties are white people. Cultural Marxists are all white people. There are no Jewish... Oh, well, there's lots of Jewish cultural Marxists, actually. I was saying. Um, but black people aren't, you know, cultural Marxists. No. I was just like, well, yes, they are. Look at some of the countries that's fallen under cultural Marxism. But they just want to get in the woke black people. Yeah? They want to get them in. Get in the good immigrants. Yeah? Get in the, 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 the traditional-minded, base-coloured people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get them in. Yeah. It's, it's, complete, it's complete craziness. And that's why we've seen so much hoop-jumping with this Jordison Peterson thing. You know. And now Kane West comes and everyone's on their knees and the alt light we're lining up to suck him off and I just I just shake my head here. I just shake my head. What's Kane West said? Who the hell is Kane West? Oh, he's got a billion Twitter followers. Yeah, and 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 I was having this discussion with the great one. This discussion with the great one. I got I got I got apparently this, this people someone thought an insult for me. For a comment on my one of my articles recently, someone thought a really good insult was to say to me, "Don't you realise how unpop or this is how this is why you are so unpopular to me?" It's just classic projection here. Classic projection. First mistake. I'm not in this to be popular. Second mistake. You obviously are. Third, because you care about what other people think of you. Which is all your virtue signaling about Jordan Peterson. Third mistake, if you're popular, if you're popular, if there's a lot of people following you, chances are you're talking shit. Chances are you're talking shit. Big chances. In fact, it's most likely if you're popular and you have lots and lots of followers, you're talking shit. Now I know, I know. Oh, you're just saying that, Adam, because you don't. You're just a little blog. You only get, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's a classic thing. That's a dick-waving contest. It's a dick-waving contest. I've got more followers. Whatever. Whatever. My follower needle doesn't hardly moves at all. Oh, it bumps up. It'll bump up a couple and then it'll drop down a couple. You know. Because, you know, the email with address, you know, I love porn, you know, you want it now, which followed me, you know, realises that I'm not following them back. And so, oh, go on. 
not about popularity. The message is not about popularity. If it was about popularity, if it was about pop popularity, then Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift would be the most brilliant, insightful, truth-telling, philosophical individual in the entire world, basically, if it was about popularity. All popularity, all popularity says is that you've basically, you're basically full of shit if you can be that popular. This is a general rule. Are there exceptions? Yes. There are exceptions. Um, but in general, and by the way, those, those, those exceptions are generally only true for groups, not of individuals. I'll give you an example. Um, popular moves, music of the late 60s, early 70s, that brilliant five-year period then. Bands like Led Zepp, The Stones, Floyd, all those guys that were around then. Uh, very, very popular. And you know what? Very, very brilliant stuff. Still, still stacks up so well. It kills whatever's going on today in the music world. Well, you know, individuals, individuals, individuals generally don't stack up. Individuals generally don't stack up. When we're talking about when we're talking about writers, yeah, in your own lifetime, when you're writing, if you're wildly popular, yeah, 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 you're probably full of shit. Look at Vox Days, Vox Days, Vox Diversity uh, videos. Let's have a look how many views. Let's have a look here. Um, let's have a look. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I had these and now I've, I've got rid of them. Where is it? He's done so much. He's done so much on Jordan Peter. What are you doing, cat? Fuck's sake. What are you doing? That's right. Sleep downstairs in shame. Um, anyway, where was I? God, he posts a lot of stuff. Um, oh, look. Vox's Voxversity videos on YouTube probably get 1,500 views. Something like that. How many views do Jordan Peterson stuff get? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, 2,000 times that. If it was all based on popularity, if it was based on number of views, that's why sometimes Aaron Cleary like disparages someone. Well, look, you can disparage the thing. All right, all right, it's interesting. It's interesting. If someone's, if someone's, if someone's trying to sell you something, obviously, and jump on a selling something bag wagon and they've got no views, then that's mockable, okay? That's eminently mockable. So if you've got some SJW lesbian lefty trying to jump on the whole bandwagon and get herself bloody blah, 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 and, and the, the content is literally zero, well then, 
their book sold and they got no book reviews on Amazon or one or whatever, then that's mockable. That's big time mockable. Yeah, because because they're preaching to the huge choir. Their audience is massive. Because the deluded are numberless. The deluded people are numberless. The people who are actually red-pilled are very, 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 very few indeed. Very few indeed. So, yeah, they're mockable. But, but come against, to come against me and say, look at, your, you look at your numbers, look at Jordan's numbers, I just, okay. I tell you what, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't even, it doesn't, it's so, it's water off a duck's back. I just, I just, I, I don't even, whatever. Whatever, really whatever, whatever. Okay. I'm not in this for the views. Primarily what am I in this for? I'm in this to get my own thoughts straight by writing it out and writing it down. And the thing is, the blog gives me discipline. I'm pretty impressed since I started. I've got a full-on job. I do, I do, I do easy 60 hours a week. Um, I'm pretty impressed with myself that I've kept this going because I need the discipline. I need to be able to keep putting my my thoughts out there. I actually, I actually, uh, someone got back in contact with me just the other day, who I used to have a lot of contact with about ten years ago in the poker world, and he was trying to be a writer. And he was terrible. Terrible writer. Fantastic poker player. Brilliant poker player. Um, and he, he wrote two poker books, which technically the stuff was fantastic. It was written, it was terrible. Uh, anyway, he, got, he, he discovered me through the Jordan... He rediscovered me. He didn't know that I was doing all this stuff and the Jordan Peterson's thing and got in contact with me. And now he's writing for... for um, um, Who's he writing for here? American Thinker, um, American Greatness, The Federalist. Um, so I'm like, fucking hats off. And I've read some of his stuff. And yeah, he's doing well. He's doing, doing, doing very well. I'm very impressed with him. But he said something interesting to me. And that was, fuck, man, when did you get, uh, when did you get involved in politics? Because I never spoke about politics. I didn't know anything about politics. I'll tell you something about me. Um, when Barack Obama got elected president uh, in 2008, I, think it was, uh, I was living in Italy. And I, I, when I found out that a black guy had been elected president, I was like, oh, okay, I suppose that can't be too bad. That sounds good. I had no idea. No idea. I couldn't tell you back then. And what? This, this is only this is only ten years ago. So I was 30, 30 what? Thirty six. I couldn't have told you the difference between the left and the right side of politics. I couldn't have told you. When I heard about the left and right, I was always like, "What is this left and right stuff?" I had, I had close to zero interest, zero, zero, zero interest in politics. Um. I understood what was going on in Italy, but at the same time, no, I didn't really understand what was going on in Italy. I had no idea what was going on in Italy. I understand now on reflection, but at the time. I got, in, I got interested in politics when I moved back to Australia in 2011 and didn't recognise the country of my birth that I'd left 15 years previously. And I was like, what the hell's happened here? That's when I got interested in politics. 
and quickly if you've if you've if you've done all the stuff that I've done, if you've if you've earned your way in the world, if you've been an entrepreneur, if you've learned this thing for yourself, it, I think it took me about twenty seven point three uh, seconds to work out. Oh yeah, the concern, the right side of politics. That's where I need to be. But that's where I got into it. So I was talking with my old mate, and uh, we're going to catch up. I might I might see if he wants to get interviewed on the podcast actually, because I think it'd be interesting. Um, because he's doing a lot of political stuff. And and he was like, yeah, when did you, you just went into politics at all. And I was like, I thought about it, I went, yeah, you're right. You're right. I didn't start getting into politics until I went back to Australia. Um, and I, I remember I got back to Australia and and the horrible harpy, uh, Julia Gilead, got elected first troll Prime Minister of Australia. And at that, I... I I knew within me that this was fundamentally horrible and the stuff she was saying was horrible and I, I set up a blog and I tried to write some political stuff but I just, I just, I wrote two pieces and I stopped. Because I just didn't know enough about the subject matter. I didn't know enough about the subject matter. When I felt that I was getting there and I felt confident about it, then I started writing about it on this blog. And writing about it has really clarified my thoughts. It's been, and the discipline of, the discipline of coming up with posts, interesting content over so many different areas uh, on, on a regular basis means that I've constantly, I'm constantly got to be evaluating and looking at what's going on. I'm constantly, and I'm constantly evaluating what other people are writing and saying, and then what I think about it, and that's that's why I that's why I do the blog. I I I, I don't sell enough books to cover to cover my beer fund, to be honest with you. I, I don't I don't sell enough books to keep me in whiskey. Um, it's it's nice that the, the books are selling it out there, but you know it's that's 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 it is what it is. I, I'm not in this. I'm not in this to be hugely popular. Um, at the start, I had, you know, would the book take off and rah, 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 rah. There was a chance it didn't, so, okay. I sold more copies of my first book than Jordan Peterson sold of his first book, and he was published by a publisher, so that makes me feel good. So, ha, ha, Jordy. Um, so that's what, that, that's why I do it. I wrote um, I wrote a piece this week called "The Likelihood Is That You're Not Red Pilled," which set upset a lot of trolls again, because um, everyone's at the moment talking about being red pilled, and as the Z Man said, uh, you got one side of the ideological map claiming to be you know red pilled despite believing things that directly contradict things that other red, so-called red people believe on the other side of the ideological map. You know, it's just all, it's all posturing. And the term red pill has is in, is entered the... Because Brett Easton Ellis used it about Kane West. Kane West is now red-pilled, apparently. That's what Brett Easton Ellis said. Because Kane West treated the po- Trumps, you know, not that bad. It's like, fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Kane West is as addicted to his followers as his followers are addicted to him. As I wrote, the reality is that people cluster in herds. 
for security to feel safe with their place in the world. And they organize themselves in hierarchies within those who. They surround themselves with people who think like them. And then they do, they spend a lot, great deal of time convincing themselves that what they're doing is, is, is brilliant, that they are brilliant for following whatever it is that they're following. And that anyone who doesn't follow them is, of course, bad, 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 the enemy. And this investment is done not so that can be right. It's not done so that they can know truth. It's done primarily so they can belong. That's it. And that's the opposite of being red-pilled. The waking part is is the is by the time you realise you you are awake, you are woke. I hate that term. Uh, you have been for a very long time. That's 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 the reality. And as I said, the real key, the real key to being red pilled is the ability to think for yourself. And thinking for yourself is the opposite thing you want to do if you want to belong to a group or a crowd. You cannot belong to a group or a crowd. You cannot hero worship Jordan Peterson and be a, a lobster. Fans of Jordan Peterson are lobsters. If you also think for yourself. Ooh. Because thinking for yourself is bad think. That's what bad think is. Bad think is thinking for yourself and not going along with the group. That's what bad think is. When you get accused of bad thing, that's what you've done. Now you can say, well, Cain West has thought for himself and gone along with the group and gone along, you know, he, he said Donald Trump and rah, 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 and all his group are saying Donald Trump, you know, Satan, Satan, Satan. And I say, great, so what? He hasn't done it. And? And? Let's see some more. Let's see some more than a, a couple of weekends worth of tweets before colour me impressed. And even then I'm not impressed. Because he's, he's not my people. And this fight is about our people, baby. That's what this fight's about. Cain can go and fight for his people. He can look after his people. Go and do that. Go and do that. Biological reality. He's not my people. Stop lining up behind him. It's embarrassing. As I wrote, the act of being red-pilled is simultaneously an act of freedom and a burden. The freedom is that now you can see. The burden is that now you're almost alone. Because you can't belong to the group anymore. You can't belong to any groups. Groups are anathema to being red-pilled. That's the reality. So, someone who's not red-pilled, this will sound pretty horrible and lonely, but actually it's, it's pretty darn good. My wife's been away for a week. She went off and did one of these uh, health retreat things where she gets massages all the time, and I hate massages. I don't want people touching me. Stop touching me. Go away. 
And I've had people calling up, do you want to go out for a drink? People, uh, I've got some of her, her girlfriends are calling, uh, you know, contacting Bianca and say, does Adam want to come out for a drink? And my, my wife's looking at me and going, oh, my wife's telling me this. And I'm like, I'm like, why would I want to go out with them? Why? Don't you know me yet after 10 years? Don't you know me? Don't you know me? Hey. But it's not lonely. Oh, people. It's bliss. When I was young, in my 18, 19, I thought that, I thought that being, a, being uh, a successful person was dependent on how many friends you had. And these weren't Facebook friends, people. These were not Facebook friends. I was talking actual real people that you met in real life in bars and clubs and whatever. All my money was spent going out on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night with people, groups of people, lots of people. People, people, people. Surround myself with lots of people. People, people, people. Popular Adam. Everyone like me. Lots of people. People, 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 people. That's why moving across, chasing the girl across to Sydney from Perth that I described at the start of my first book and landing down in Sydney was such an abrupt change and the real beginning of my journey into 20 years of making my side self really red pill. Because I went from that, I went from people, 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 surround yourself with people, 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 to on the weekend, going for a walk in the rain with my umbrella through the botanical gardens in Sydney. I had my flatmate, which I, and his girlfriend, that I knew, but we we hung out, but we didn't hang out. People that I worked with in the office did not hang out with them after work ever, not once, not once. And that was it. There was no one else, no one. And I had to exist. Finally, I had to exist inside my own head. Finally, I was forced to face myself because I'd surrounded myself with people, 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 people to keep myself busy. So I wouldn't have to think about my circumstances. So I wouldn't have to think about how shallow I was as an individual. That's why it was done. That's why it was done. And forcing myself to leave that environment was a huge, huge step, a huge break with what I've been doing. I wouldn't be the person I am today if I hadn't got on that boat of motorbike. That's, 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 it's, I've got a photo of the day left. It's a very important day in my life. And occasionally I might get wistful and I might think of the band. Because the band that I had, we, we, would have been, we would have been picked up. We would have been very, very big. I've no doubt about that. No doubt at all. Um, but I don't, I don't feel if you can say alright Adam you can go back in time the band can be huge but you're going to stay the person that you are you're going to stay not red pilled you're going to stay group dependent hang on I'm going to sneeze <laughs> excuse me
if you give me that choice, I'm not, I'm not taking, I'm not taking the band ever. I'm not even hesitating. Because it was, it was awful. It was awful. I really, really hated myself in my early twenties. Uh, in my adult life, up to about 23, 24, before I made that move. And it took me another two years, two to three years of really hard work. Change is so hard, man. It's like this constant thing and you never see any progress. It really is like going to the gym. You're just trying to constantly change your behaviors and you've got your automatic behaviors that, that prop up. And, that would, and, you, and, you, and every time you go, you revert back to the norm, to what, you've, what, what was normal for you, it's like, which you do all the time. And you just, you hear the words coming out of your mouth, you're responding in a way that you told yourself you were never allowed to respond again, and there you go. You've just done it. Brutal. Really, really, really brutal. Really brutal. That's the act of being red-pilled, is that, that act of, of changing yourself to be someone who is no longer desperately seeking the approval of the group. I think most people, most people just can't admit to themselves that they're desperately seeking group approval. I think most people, if you ask them, are you desperately seeking group approval, they would honestly answer no. They would honestly think that they weren't. But the reality is completely different. And I, I know that just from, from observation. Observing behavior. Observing reactions. Observing hysterical reactions. The, the reactions against me for what I said about Jordan Peterson have been nothing, nothing short of what 16-year-old girls would do when, when told that you don't like Taylor Swift. It's been, it's been embarrassing on, on several levels. It's been very revealing. Um, and surprisingly enough, it hasn't been depressing because I'm just so, I'm just so inured to this stuff now. I just know that of course, of course, of course you're going to get your panties in a knot. Of course you will. Of course you will. You know, that's how the, that's how the, you know, the cookie crumbles, I suppose. This isn't going to be a long podcast um, because I'm pretty zonked. Um, but uh, I felt I felt that it was important to get one out this week. Um, so that's that's the podcast, really. Um, shout out to Captain Capitalism, who's sending me something in the mail. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but he's sending me something in the mail. Uh, is this is this is this some, somewhat of a of a concern to me? Yes, yes, because last time I got loofers and Irish soap, uh, which is still sitting there in my bathroom, one blue one and one pink one. The good wife says thanks, Cappy. Uh, so I'm a little bit I'm a little bit terrified at the thought of what he's going to send. But Cappy's a good guy. You should check out his site. CaptainCapitalism.blogspot. If you've got questions and you need answers, go ask him, Arsehole Consulting, or read his books. Okay? Listen to his podcast. He's better than me. Everyone's better than me. Uh, speaking of writing in, I'm getting on average now pretty close to one email a day 
asking me for serious life advice, whether it's, Adam, should I change my life in this way? Adam, should I move overseas to this place? Adam, what about this girl? What do you think? Uh, Adam, what about this business idea? And these are not, these are not, these are not easy answers. These are not easy answers, but, but, but people, people are asking me. Now, I, I said I'm not going to raid on Cappy's Parade, and I'm not going to raid on Cappy's Parade. I'm, I'm not setting up an arsehole consultancy thing, but it's just too much, people. And I think, I think it's really important that people have skin in the game. I really do. Uh, I was thinking of setting up a Patreon account, but I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I think that's just gay. Uh, but I am going to set up some way that you can send me money. Um, because if you want, this is how it's going to work. If you want me to help you with something, whatever it is, you send me the email, Adam, blah, 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 boom, and I need to do my time and my expertise and my knowledge that I've gained from 25 years of, of doing this shit, um, then you need, I, need, I need you to have skin in the game for me to take it seriously. So how it's going to work is you're going to tell me what you need and then you're going to tell me what that's worth to you based on what you can pay. That's how it's going to work. I'm not going to set the price. You set the price. You tell me what you need. Adam, I want advice on this. Rah, rah, blah, blah. How much, think about how much the advice would cost you if you went somewhere else. Uh, think about how much it's worth to you. Think about how much the advice will save you uh, if you get the answers that, that you think you need. Um, so from now on, if you're going to send me an email, you need to uh, you need to say this is what this is what I'm prepared to pay. This is what it's worth to me, and I'll have a look at it and I'll think whether I think that's fair. I'll also look at how much time I'll have to take, because um, I'm not doing video request shit. I'm not I'm not doing that. So, but video request stuff's easier. Writing it down is hard. Communicating correctly is hard. It takes a lot of time and energy to write something clearly, to think about it, to write it down. We're talking hours and hours and hours of work here. Which is why also I'm, I'm getting so many of these now. I just, I just very seriously, guys. I appreciate them all. I really do. On the one hand, I really appreciate it. Uh, that I've had a bunch of them this week. I just haven't responded to. Uh, and my apologies. But I've just been thinking about this. And sort of like, you guys need skin in the game. And I want you to have skin in the game too. Because I'm, I'm not going to do all this work that you can just look at and go, oh yeah, that's nice, and throw it away. I'm just... Why, why should I be doing that? So I want skin in the game. If you're actually serious about my time, rah, 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 show me the money. Show me the money. And you say, what do you think it's worth to you? And I'll say, and I'll look at it and I'll, I'll look at it and say whether or not I think that's cool. That's how it's going to work. So I don't know, I'll probably set up some PayPal account or something like that, I don't know. That's the podcast. Um, next week, Greasy Poll episode will be up with me and the great one. It's a pretty good episode too. We're pretty happy with it. We uh, did a long one. I think it's close to two hours because we got rolling. Um, so tune in for that. And um, I'll have the hot chicks and links up uh, Friday, late Friday afternoon, my time in Holland. So uh, as I say, it's still Friday somewhere in the world. Um, be good. And uh, see you next time. Ciao.